Welcome back, guys. This is episode eight of LA High Talks. Today, we're going to be talking about episode four and five of This Is Us. Awesome. In these two episodes, we talk about Jack's mom's passing away and how Jack deals with it. Um, We meet some of his mom's family that we've never met before, and we see the distance between them. Um, As well, in the following episode, we see the relationship between Kevin and Cassidy, as well as Randall dealing with Deja and Malik. And lastly, we see Kate and Rebecca bonding, leaving us question, uh, or at least for me, questions why she low-key resents Rebecca as much as she does. And we finally see Miguel and Rebecca hitting the dating scene. And Miguel showing us that he's always been in love with Rebecca, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. The way he was looking at her. But yeah, we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, The episode four starts with Jack having to travel to go to his mom's funeral. And that's when we see that he meets her family. And it's really like a friend that became family and then she had a boyfriend and she had a cat and she's you know she had her own little life and they really made Jack see how much she loved him and how much she cherished every time he called her and they had this thing that he would always call her on Sunday nights Mm -hmm. and uh, she really did cherish that and and she cherished him and she said that basically he was her hero because he was the one that got her out of the situation with his dad, the abusive, you know, marriage. And um, so we really do see how Jack's distance and, you know, he's a new dad, has triplets, basically, or two twins and an adopted baby. They're all newborns. At first, you know, that's when she first like moved over there and he didn't have time the first couple years of it's hard yeah the first couple years that you have a kid it's it's you don't you you can't do shit like it it is so hard if you don't have help you literally can't do anything and they didn't have help you know they uh, they didn't really like Rebecca's parents too much and his mom lived in another state and his dad was a piece of shit so it was just them and yeah. them and Miguel eventually. And but Miguel child. had his own life, you know, like he had his own family at first. Um, but yeah, we see that he's kind of separated himself from his mom. And when, when he's at the funeral and they ask him to do a eulogy, he's struggling a lot because he feels like basically like if he's not worthy of doing that because he had separated himself from his mom so much, let his own life get in the way of checking in on her and when he realizes how much she loved him he feels so guilty about it and I guess that's when it really hits him he calls Rebecca and he tells her that you know he's struggling with doing this and in the middle of him about to you know of him saying his eulogy at the funeral the next day Rebecca and the kids walk in and it was just like such a nice moment where he you can see that he felt supported and they went home and he did this cute thing where he cooked dinner that his mom used to cook for him, yeah. gave it to the kids. And then he kind of walked away for a moment and started crying. And he was like, I don't have a mom anymore. And it was like, I died. I was crying <laughs> so bad. In that moment, I was like, oh, my God, Jack. No! It was so beautiful. It was. I um, mean, 
leading up to it, because like, let's say when he's going to visit his not, not his mom, but like his mm-hmm. family or not, he meets like his cousin Becky, I believe, and all these people, and like the way that they talk about his mom, you can see each time he's like, "That's not the the person I knew." I knew, you yeah. know, that's not the Mar- mama she? Marilyn Pearson that I knew. So. When she meets her boyfriend and they talk about, oh, how great she is. Yeah, at first I think he was a little upset. You know, like a little like, who is this? A little talking? Yeah, like, what are you talking about? And then when he realized, like, shit, like. Because of my father. Because of me. And yeah, because of my father and because I was able to get her out. Like, she was able to live her own Mm -hmm. life. A good life where people loved her. Her true self. Yeah. So I, I like that because, like, even though it's. You could see each time it stung him and it stung the cousin too. Because even though she would be like, oh yeah, your mom would have loved this or your mom would have loved that. And he's like, would she? Like, really? The flowers. She, uh-huh. she got offended. But at the same time, you can't. Yeah. She was like, how both. do you not know that? Yeah. You, you know, you, you can tell she was both. upset. Because by the time she got out, he was also a grown up. So by the time you're grown up, you're trying to heal the wounds that you couldn't heal before. I mean, imagine. And you're he, trying to make your own life. He was he was struggling with alcoholism, mm-hmm. with PTSD, with being trying a, to save a his newborn father. You know, like there there's so many things that he was already going through himself. Yeah. It, you know, it happens. He you, it you drift away sometimes, especially when they when you have that type of relationship that they had where it was like she let so much happen because she was scared, mm-hmm. obviously, for her own life. But still, tell. he was a kid and she was supposed to protect him. Mm-hmm. And he protected Nikki. Nobody protected him. So, Nobody protected him. And who protected the mom at the same time? Exactly. She was like, complacent in all of this. Because um, the scene where she tells him, like, hey, your favorite your favorite meal was like tomato soup and the, and and the, the hot, hot dogs. dogs. Um, he's like, no, it wasn't. And she was like, adamant. But she's like, yes, it was. And that's, it's, she's think, like, it's one of my favorite memories. It's yeah, what I would love to I, do. I think that's when he realized, like, holy shit. Like, I this blocked. is where my mom, like, this is what she lived up. These small moments were for me, it was just. And I feel like day. he just, like, blocked them out because, exactly, they were just not. He didn't think that they were significant. Enough. Until she told until him. Until she told him. Yeah. Exactly. So I feel like that's where. He starts realizing the whole visit. And remember, I, I believe last episode we talked, I said some shit like, oh, why isn't Rebecca there? Was it? Why is it? And they are. Yeah, there I was like, background. what the hell? Why are they not there? And I'm like, yeah. maybe, I don't know. And it was, it, we were right in the sense that it was that Jack didn't want her to be there just because, you know, he's trying to be trying Jack. To be Jack. Yeah. He's trying to be Jack, but they needed to be there. They and and I, I and, loved and Jack seeing them walk that. in. Because of the mom. Cause like the whole ice skating, and he's like, "Oh, I think we should bring them up. I think we should do this." I, I think when we should he do found that. the skates under the bed, yes. Oh my god, that just shows how the mom was. She like, loved them. Hey, she I love loved you. them so much. She loved them so much, and she wanted to be that grandma, and she wanted to be that person. Yeah, but it's hard, and I understand Jack from that side, and I really, oh, I understand both of you them. Know? Like, yeah, it's a fucked up situation. She was. She was just as much as a victim as he was. Mm-hmm. Obviously, yeah, she's his mom. She should have protected him. But in protecting him, she could have gotten all of them killed. Yeah. So she true. was doing what she could to protect him, what yeah. she thought was best to yeah. protect him. Because if, if if he was aggressive enough, like either just knocked her out, not necessarily beat her to death, but knocked her out. And then the kids take consequences. She's like, OK, I'd rather, 
you know, like be able to be somewhat of a barrier, yeah. then fully them get hurt or fully me get hurt. Mm-hmm. And we see that a lot. Like when he tells his dad and the dad gets some hurt, like, I don't want you to fucking be there. Like when he told his dad, it, it's like basic trauma, you know, like I have yeah, to let him know. Like, exactly. I didn't fuck call. You. Yeah. Like I hope you know she died, but like she died not in your arms and she died fucking happy. Away from you. Away yes, from you. Exactly. exactly. Like so... I do like that, you know, because you can I feel see, like it was like a very much like a gossip girl moment. Yeah. You know, where like they would call and be like, you know, fuck you. You know, I don't need you. I don't need and, you. And like with I'll me deal and with his dad. Like it was. Yeah. Yeah. So I like how they overall, like they show them wanting a relationship. And in a way saying it's never too late because Jack kept that like you can call me on Sundays no matter what. And he was there on Sundays. Yeah. No matter Even what. Even though sometimes it was, was a, just a minute conversation. Yeah. But realistically, I feel like as a parent or as a kid or anything, like that matters. It's hard. Yeah, you yeah. Know? It's hard that to stay on the phone matters. and that th- those things, they matter. Yeah. Just they hearing matter. someone's voice. Yeah. Knowing that literally in your hectic life, you took a minute Two exactly. minutes to just to be talk like, to me. Hey, how's it going? How are you? You're great. Fine. That's all. I'm that shows me. Yeah, like I called my grandpa on his birthday. Mm-hmm. We were on the way somewhere. I forgot where we were going. Oh, to the airport to go to Atlanta. Oh, okay. Um, and I called him on the way to the airport, and I talked to him for like five minutes. And like towards the end of the conversation, he happened to be like completely there. You know, he's ninety six years old, but he happened to be completely there. He was talking about me. You know, when I was a little girl and like things that I used to do and like things that I remember and like yeah, just like saying stuff. Yeah, too. like he he knew it was me. He talked to me about Mariano. He said Athena and Celine, the baby, like there. I was like, wow. Like, I'm like, that's awesome that on his birthday, because there's been days mm-hmm. that he hasn't been. But um, yeah, I, I was talking to him and um, he was like, oh, thank you so much for remembering an old man like me. And calling me, you yeah. know, thank you for remembering me. And it's those little things that that, that matter because you take moment out of your time. Yeah, I was rushing call. to the you airport. Were rushing, you know, but you like, just said hello, and, how yeah. are you? And that sticks, no matter like if you're young or not. Like I've always said, it like it's impressionable. Like wow, like no matter what you were doing, whether you were doing nothing or you're doing something very important, you took time to just like catch up. Yeah. Be like, hey, you good? Just like, okay, like go catch up, whatever. See you next day, you know? Yeah. So I really liked how this episode showed that. And it showed like Jack, even though they portrayed Jack in a perfect image, like Jack was never has perfect. Flaws. And, always. His life and was he's never always perfect. had his flaws. Yep. Yeah. They show it so, to us again because yeah. a lot of the show is like, you know, worshiping him because exactly. he's a great man. Exactly. Like so they everyone. always give us glimpses of like the things Reality. that he's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that it, it doesn't necessarily make him a bad man, but they're not things that you should be necessarily proud of. You know, yeah. like it, it's not being a bad person, but it's not being a good person, I guess, mm-hmm. in the sense. It's not being the. Th- the perfect person that everyone exactly to so the expectation like that you are like, every Sunday this. with his mom physically because at the end of the day he did do that mom like came hey, mom fine call me every Sunday the same way that like like oh, okay oh, fine yeah I'll pick fine up my socks. yeah just talk to me yeah like, call me when you want to talk so to it, me. it definitely wasn't wasn't like like hey we should so it's still like a kid like a son like yeah. a son and a parent like okay fine mom but again because they both didn't know which side it was coming from. 
the mom yearning like let's fix they a relationship they didn't know how to be a mom and dad I a mean a mom and son. dad a mom and son because they weren't ever able to be a regular exactly. mom and son exactly so they were always on the fucking defense figuring yeah. out what was gonna happen next yeah so episode 4 was basically you know we were seeing that so with the with like the preview, we get the idea of like we we get seen, we get shown Malik and Deja um, at the dinner table. So my theory was like Malik is be like yo, Randall, that's D for life. That's my girl. <laughs> like I'm gonna marry her, um, or realistically just say hey we're moving together. You know, um, we also see for episode five in the preview that. We get to see the speed dating between Rebecca and Miguel. And I think hmm. we're finally getting what I've been asking for. Yes, you know? the backstory. How like, how did this happen? happen? What I need to know, most importantly, because Miguel already mentioned it. Why do his kids hate him? Too? Yes. You know? That's Where are need. they? Where are they? Who are they? How much older are they than the Pearsons? You know? I would think that they would, they're going to be at least... At least they five to seven years older than the kids. Yeah, because the way it seems is seems like there's something there wrong with not wrong with Miguel, but there's definitely something like unanswered in the story we haven't seen. You know, so the preview also shows um Kevin and Cassidy finally mm-hmm. meeting up. So like you said, like there's no reason they would bring someone well known without closure, without you know, like something happening. So I think finally we do get to see Kevin and Cassidy meeting up. Because at this point, you know, being the last season, it's too late to introduce someone else. Yeah. You know, it's either Sophie, Madison, yes, or Cassidy. Exactly. You know? And as of right now, in the five-year future where Kate gets married, we know it's not Madison. We, or yeah. we, we don't know. Uh, but we because heavily you can, assume. Because you're best friends with your spouse no matter what. Yeah, you know? we like, heavily you're not assume. Always because they were just very nice to mm-hmm. each other, you know? It was the wedding. Like, hey, dude, you know, you're supposed to get out. Like, yeah. what are you doing? You know? They didn't so, kiss, though, or anything, yeah. you know? So it, but could, I be don't very, think it could be open to interpretation. But yes, I also I don't, don't think, it's, think her. it's her. I don't think it's her. I think it's between Sophie or Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Only because the way that they show Sophie is the same way they show, like, in other shows, like their end game, you know. I feel like it could be it could be Sophie, but I feel like they think that that would be too obvious. Obvious. So I feel like what they're doing with Cassidy right now, where she just denied him, where she's going through her low point again. She because she looks. That, depressed. I think that's what they're hinting because she she's said, gonna go through her low point again. I'm awake. And there, she's going through her shit again, and she may relapse or something. And I feel like it's going to take time and he's going to be there for her in the hard times Mm -hmm. and they're going to end up together. Yeah, because he's going back and forth with the cabin. So definitely be because I think him know. I think the minute he knows that she's in a low point, he's going to put sex off the table. Yeah, he's just gonna be he's her gonna friend. Text he's gonna be like, "Listen, mm-hmm. we're friends first. Like, I'm here for you. I'm here for like, you no matter what. You can't drink, whatever. Or whatever. she start, or she starts helping Nikki with the house. Since obviously they live like nearby, or like she's within distance. So then like, she vents to Nikki because remember it was always her and Nikki at yeah. one point. Yeah, and then Nikki tells Kevin. Very possible. Nikki. So yeah, because it's probably it, I could. Definitely see, see that her. Happen. Yeah, I could definitely see her be like, "Yeah, no, I'm not." Oh well, we kind of got ahead because we started talking about something that happens in episode five. But yes, I could definitely see her not wanting to talk to 
Kevin anymore after that last interaction exactly. that they had. So no matter what, though, like, you know, previews and like episode five is definitely showing us like or trying to tease us with the fact like, is it Cassidy? Yeah. Who is it? Or not? Because again, like jumping back to episode five real quick, she says to herself, like, go back to the blonde. And we yeah. have three blondes. <laughs> three blondes, including herself. So that itself, like... Is she the, a blonde? The, the writer, like, yeah, she's a blonde. Yeah, she is a blonde. She's a blonde. Yeah, like a dark blonde. She, she's a dark blonde, yeah. and now she's, like, got like, a light brown hair. Mm-hmm. But when we met her, she was she blonde. She was blonde, yeah. She's... I, and, I mean, I think her hair is kind of blondish. Like, I would say she's a dirty blonde. Yeah, yeah, she's a dirty blonde, blonde, for hair. sure. Yeah. Um. So, like she said, you know, in a sense, like, go back to your blonde. So I definitely think, like... It it it's, could be Cassidy. I, I mean, it could be um Sophie. But I also feel like Sophie. They've shown her what four or five times in the whole show. Yeah, I think maybe Sophie at this point is also like in uh, a sense someone like who's somebody known who him from the start. So no matter what, she will know Kevin. Exactly. No matter what, so the first love of his life, his first yeah. wife. You know, a, a relationship where he fucked up so bad that it's something that he would regret mm-hmm. until he meets the love of his life. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's something that he feels like he's never going to be able to make up for until he meets the love of his life and treats her the way that somebody should be treated. And that's the thing, though, because Sophie has been there since like Kate. So it's also in that sense of like, yes, she was the love of my life, but she's also the person that was there for my family or oh yeah when they, when they died through my when father died, died through me moving yeah. LA through me getting stuff through me getting that you know so like it definitely seems like from when we first started seeing This Is Us and they're in their what 30s 35 yeah 30s definitely seems like Sophie was in the life through the 20s you know what I'm saying so it's probably not that long yeah I think they broke up at like their distance grew I think they broke up like right before the Manny Mm-hmm. Right before he got the the big, you know, the big break, he shut his up. big yeah. break. So I definitely think at this point it's just an old friend who also knew, like an old friend and an old lover. But Sophie's such a big part in the sense of like making Kevin not get lost in the darkness. That that's why no matter what, they both will be there for each other. You know, mm-hmm. like they were there. But since she kids. also told him that she couldn't help him anymore. Yeah. And then who was there for him to help him with the darkness? Cassidy. Yeah. So I like that. I mean, and if there's anyone, why not Cassidy? The way that they painted, the way that they, they painted this I think whole they're thing, good for each other. I'm telling you, from two, the beginning. Two anchors for each other. Yeah. From the beginning. Like, yeah, they're both addicts, but they just... Two addicts like- that... They, I feel like yeah. they understand each other. You know, they're they're completely different, and they balance each other out. But they uh, they understand mm-hmm. each other. Like like they accept each other. Yeah. Like going into into episode five, right? Um, we see Kevin immediately. Like it, I like how the episode was start off start off with him and Madison. Yeah. Right. Like no matter what co parenting, but I like the fact like let's say when he is up there in the cabin. And she kind of, like, when he's heading up there, they kind of put in the table sex and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. They're frank with each other. Yeah, she's like, well, I mean, I guess. you're a wrecking ball. And if someone else would have said that, if Madison would have said, hey, Kevin, you're a fucking wrecking ball, that man would have lost his shit. He was spiraled. Oh, my God, I didn't notice that. Yes. But when he said it, he took it, laughed, and be like, damn, bitch, you're right. Like, that is me. That's me. 
on point. Oh my God, you're so right. He did. He he absolutely did. Like, and he would have spiraled if anybody else. If Matt would have said it, oh my God, I'm a piece of shit. What what do they think of me? How could I have not? But with her, Mm -hmm. it was just like, yeah. With her, it was just like, yeah. She's she's Cassidy because they've been raw with each other. Yeah, like who else is to? Yes, and I like the fact that it's not his sponsor or anything like that. It was just, dude, that's my friend from AA. We banged. And they're back. Yeah, he's, he's, like, he's like, we're both consenting adults. We've had sex before. You know, I'm not opposed to it. I was like, my favorite part is her, though. Like, yo, let me know if it is on the table because then I got to fix myself. Yeah. I gotta, I'm like, dude, like, exactly. Oh, but then when he kissed her, I was like, obviously, I was like, come on, Kevin. Like, you always take He's me. a romantic. He's still yeah, yeah, like, ugh. so when he kissed her, or I mean, not kissed her, when he was holding her hand and she's like, what the are you fuck? doing? Yeah. But like, that's expected from her because, again, like, you see that whole interaction if it was someone else, if it was Madison, what are you doing? What's wrong? Like, what's happening? We need to fix this. But with him, it's like, oh, okay, like, I see what's happening. Like, what? okay, like, whatever. Like, it's more, in a sense, accepting of the fact that there might be emotional detachment from both sides, but they still want it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and then that's what we see. You know, while we see, like, urging love, we <laughs> see Kate being like, peace by, I need my British, like, bread over here. Because Kate... Because they keep showing Kate being upset with Toby, which dealing with them and you want your husband. Yeah. You know, the way that she just keeps um, dismissing Toby because she also I feel like they haven't said like I miss you in the exact way that they mean it. No, because like I I can go go to work and text my boyfriend and be like, miss you. But it's like, I know I see at the end of the day, but I don't feel she truly said, like, this has been hard and I want you to keep doing it. But know that I fucking miss you. Yeah. You know? I Yeah, they. I, I think they're already past that point. Like, they're past the breaking point mm-hmm. where they haven't been communicating well for a very long time. You know, they've been struggling. Excuse me. They've been struggling. and And then he took this job because they needed it. And... Now it's just a ticking time bomb at any time, which, like we said, we think it's going to happen with Jack's head or that accident that he had a future Jack, baby Jack, um, that it's a ticking time bomb. Some shit's going to happen and it's just going to not work out. And and we know it also because within what, three years of that, she's marrying her her co-worker. So, you know what? It just came to my head right now. Um, in a sense, like this episode, um, we see her and Rebecca, right? Like mm-hmm. her and Rebecca mm-hmm. taking care of the Mending kids, their relationship, mending yeah. their relationship, spending time together because we all know, like you know, Rebecca's time. Or not mending soon. the relationship, but I would say mending. I don't think they were mending the relationship. I think Kate was realizing what a fucking cunt she's been, oh, yeah. and how good Rebecca mm-hmm. is, and how much she loves her and her kids. I'm saying when she's and playing how the much piano, she's lost. Yeah, but she's playing the piano that, she Toby. Yeah, but but just the whole episode where she's seeing that like Rebecca's like, yeah, I'll take care of them. Like if you need a day, like just call me. Like whatever. how sweet how her mom she's is. trying to be there for her kids and how much she loves Kate and she's mm-hmm. like seeing it for the first time like clearly like holy shit, my mom is great. I mean, you know, like the minute Kate got pregnant, she moved to LA. Yeah. Remember that Randall was and like, what she the was fuck always was? and she was always so fucking. 
like dismissive about that Kate mm-hmm. like about how much her mom and that's how what much? we've been what we've been saying and I think this episode really like it was her looking at her mom taking yeah. care of her kids seeing how much her mom and realizing my mom is sick mm-hmm. I'm losing time I'm losing and look time. at what a fucking bitch I've been all because, these years but that's the thing even when she was young because this episode yeah, that's we what, see we see her that's what she's saying all these years she's yeah. been a bitch like, because I didn't put into perspective the fact that Randall went off to college and and what's his face Kevin went to LA yeah she stayed there at home. I didn't put yeah. two and two together that they were together this whole time you know so the fact that they're doing that and the fact that even when younger um young kate still was like your mom like, yeah this when she not, went like, off on like, her and, went and off on her. when she kate um when rebecca said that she was gonna start going on dates or whatever yeah. and then she went on a date and kate got mad as fuck and then she was like oh you're being a whore bitch Dude. i'm sorry but there's like that's the thing you can get upset. Don't get me wrong. I'll always validate that in the sense like everything that we do will always like make people happy. will always like satisfy others. And that's not what we're meant to do. But in a sense like. Like you can express yourself. That's the thing with Kate. I feel like Kate has a sense of like when it comes to Jack and I might be playing Jack maybe like um, under underneath all this. But in a sense like. She just believes, like, whatever her mom does is wrong. You know, like, she puts her dad in such oh, a pedestal. Oh, yeah, he's, Jack is on a pedestal. It's, but not, it's not Jack's fault. It's just the fault. It's his fault because he died. <laughs> yeah. But we see, literally, like, when they're younger, Rebecca always doing stuff. Like, let's say, like, Rebecca, like, hey, the kids need to do this. The kids need to do that. And, yes, she was definitely, I guess, the one that, like, was stern and strict, which is why Kate, of course, was like, oh, mom. But she was, in my opinion, very mean. Like, Katie like, girl. Yeah. That's all, you know? I was, think it, she never realized, like, it was, yes, I lost my dad, but, dude, she lost the love of her life, her best friend, her husband, the fuck. Not even that. Before he was her your dad, partner, he was my, my best friend. Yeah. Right? And the partner to help her raise three fucking kids. And three teenagers at that. At that. Three fucking teenagers. Yeah. All finding their fucking ways, all trying to find their identities, all trying to be, you know, someone they need to be. So there, that that's I'm telling so you from okay. a get go. She always stresses me, the she always out, stresses me out. But you, you know who else? I'm no. You gotta hit the bong. You gotta hit the bong. You know who else? Um, and I'm pretty sure you agree with me. But Miguel for sure has liked Rebecca from the start. Yeah, now, I, but I, I mean, does that make him a good or bad person? Bad. Well, no, we don't know. I mean, yeah, because we he's do never know done anything. He's we never do done know from the start dickish. when he told it doesn't. Well, yes, it doesn't make him a bad person. It makes him a good person. The fact that we know that he's always had this attraction to her, and he's respected her enough to never make a move on her and just let her just grieve, let her, yeah, and be there as a friend for her, even though he really likes her. Like instead of saying like, I mean, maybe him. Saying let's go on the speed dating was a way for him to try to get in there with her too, and maybe she can realize, oh wow, I like Miguel. Yeah, but kill a I think, bird with two, I mean, yeah, kill a bird with two stones. I, I think get it myself could out be there, that. Gets out there. I think it could be that, but I also think that it was it was more like you know he was trying to be there. He's fighting the urge that he likes her so much, so he's just trying to be her friend. And he's like, hey, you need to you need to start dating. You need to get out there. I need to start dating. I need to get out there. So let's do it. You know. 
And when he saw her speed dating and getting along with that guy that she's known, that she knew, whoever he was, I don't even know who he was. But she oh, knew him. He was, he was, um, he's a dad from the school, from, so okay. he's from PTA. Yeah. So when they were getting along, you could see Miguel in the corner looking like, oh shit, like, like smiling. Her, but he her. was smiling, but he was like, damn, like but that's noticing. What I'm saying, noticing. In a sense, like, is that good or bad? You know, I, that's because what I'm saying. I don't think if, it makes him Jack, a bad guy. If Jack, but, but if Jack never died, that means he always had a crush on Rebecca, but he never exposed it. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Like, what's the point of exposing it? What do you mean? Let's say. What? Wait. What's the point of exposing it while Jax is alive? You're yes. saying in a scenario. Yes. Yeah. If he's a good guy, that he's not gonna ever do anything, which it, it seems like he is. You know, because even once he died, he didn't make a move on her. He has, you know, bit just been there for her, hanging out with her, helping her around the house, like normal shit so if it was a crush so big i think before jack died it was more like just a crush it was just a crush like Like, in nowadays it would be like oh damn your girl's fine as fuck like and she's cool as fuck like okay so just more like yeah you know like wow you you picked a good one yeah like she's fine like i would vibe with her like that's yeah you got a good one whereas once you know jack died he was like shit and started hanging out with her and being there for yeah. her, realizing like, oh wow, it's not just a crush. Like, damn, like I really like this girl. Like, I, I do think I could actually. She be is with what her. I thought she was. Yeah. yeah, which I got because Rebecca. That's the thing, though. Rebecca's also painted in this light of like pure bliss by Randall, by Miguel, by Jack himself. You know, but even Kevin. Kate's yeah, the only yeah, one that's kind of like, yeah. like, you know, but fuck my shit, we mom. We see you know? Kevin's issues when he's going through that therapy after, yeah, which, after which, he relapses. Again, it's true in all those senses, but it's also true in that therapy where Rebecca says, like, you guys left me. Yeah, all of them You did. know, because even Kate Steed, what was Kate presence? Present. She wasn't really. Oh, no, she wasn't. She was like, oh, I'm going to take a leap year and all this shit. She was being a bitch the whole time. Like, Rebecca was alone. She was alone and she had to figure out life for herself. And it was hard. And she lost her husband and then her kids left. And yeah. And realistically, Miguel would understand that. See, yeah. His kids fucking hate him and we don't even know. And they yeah. hate him, apparently, because it's not the first time they see it. Oh, no. I knew that Kevin had a huge problem with him <coughs> since the beginning. I yeah. knew that. Uh, but yeah, I, I, we also see it from season one where Miguel is like in the background of always, everything always, always. And we see. It and they, they make sure to see that you see that. Yeah. Like they're having family conversations. But they didn't even, even do Beth, that on purpose. Even stuff. Beth. That's what I'm saying. Even Beth is involved mm-hmm. and Miguel will be like in the corner in the kitchen by himself. Even Toby became more family than Miguel. Yes. Like, and, and this is thinking of like Miguel has been. In their life, more than their better half. So even whether he married Rebecca or not, they should have accepted him as like like an uncle or something that in the sense of like some prestige yeah, and honor that I can mad. look up as a as a positive figure. You can so tell the, they were upset that they were he upset was with that. his best friend. And Which again, I can understand because if let's say like you know, God forbid something were to happen. It's just and one of those like, situations. Like my stepdad's best friend came in. It's a cliche. I'll be like, yo, what the? It's a cliche to have the best friend and the yeah. husband or the best friend and the wife get together. You know, like it, it, it literally is a cliche. But 
they're both they both have their reasons. Both the yeah. parents, the I mean the best friend and the mom or the best friend and the dad and the kids have their reasons for feeling the way that they feel because it's it's a hard situation when two people that have are not kids, are not family, blood family, when somebody yeah. lose somebody that was so important to both of them and have an attraction for each other to begin with. Yeah. That you're grieving and, and you're leaning on each other is bound to happen. It's bound. Like, yeah. It, Especially it, if you're spending so much time together, you do get to know someone and it's like, who else knows me better than the person I've been spending this whole time exactly. with? Exactly. You know? Um, but, but yeah, yeah. We, we, we see a lot of, of Kate and Rebecca bonding and like, a moment where Rebecca teaches Kate how is t- trying to teach her how to play piano, and then a moment after Kate re- uh, like kind of um, reminisces on her her years of treating her mom like shit, and um, she's reminiscing on the years of treating her mom like shit, and she 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 asks her mom, "Oh, I want you to teach Jack how to play piano." And she's like, okay. And they all sit on the piano and like they hug. And it was a really sweet moment to see Kate finally acknowledging how much of a good mom Rebecca is to her and um, how much Rebecca really loves her for everything, you know, who she is and everything that she's ever done. She's still her mom and she still loves her. So that was a nice moment. And then uh, we jump into uh, Malik and oh, Deja's oh my goodness. surprise dinner. Okay. I'm going to say from the start, in the sense that I never thought I would like say this, Randall is definitely being close-minded. Yes. Um, uh, no? He... He is he, but I I understand him. No, no, no. I understand I wouldn't want him. my sixteen-year-old daughter. Him. Is to, she sixteen? She's sixteen. He said it. He's like, you're sixteen, mm. and she's like, oh, I'm gonna finish out my last year. She's early. a junior. She's supposed to graduate when she's seventeen. She's like early. Mm-hmm. She's like a young, you know, a young mm-hmm. one from her grade. Um, so he's like, you're sixteen. She's like, oh, I'm still gonna graduate. Like whatever. But she's 16. I would not want my 16-year-old daughter living no, far no, away I agree. from me, you I know? Agree. But I do, what she said is true. She's like, oh, now I'm not old enough, right? When you've been telling me all these years but that I'm wise beyond my years. I hate to say it, Randall's also right when he spoke to Malik. Because in a sense, like, it's not that Malik is a bad kid. It's not necessarily stereotyping, like, oh my God, he has a kid and you become a mom or vice versa, you know, like he has it or she has a kid and you become a dad. Yeah. But it's definitely not a road that you want your kid to even like stumble upon and that's because what I'm you saying. want and them to find themselves. And that's what I'm saying. Malik is a dad. You, is he, re- is he really thinking about it as a father? You, would you really, Or is he thinking about it as, would as, 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 as really a kid? Would you really want Janelle to be moving in with a fucking... 19 year old when she was 16 yeah. years old 17 years old no absolutely not you wouldn't i wouldn't i'd be like at least wait till you're 18 and then you I, can leave my me. i would be like, at least graduate high school not UGG. at least graduate high school yeah. it's one year 
like I'll let you go visit. You know, like I'll meet. A yeah, yeah, no, exactly. I'll you can go visit on weekends that you both have time off or whatever. Like meet halfway because he was like, "Oh, you're not gonna go visit at all." I think, th- and th- I think that's probably where they're gonna get at. They're gonna meet in the middle, mm-hmm. and they're gonna be like, like spend the summer. He's like, yeah, you can take well, during the summer. You can spend the two months over there, and then on weekends, on holidays, mm-hmm. and stuff like that, you can switch between. He's gonna end up compromising because Beth is like, yo, you're or, tripping out. You're tripping or she out. goes, but you again, think she's gonna go. I, but you have to admit though, because you also have to keep in mind, like realistically, like if I were to say, if it was someone. That was raised, you know, normal in a way, in the sense like no, there's no I, reason. That's what I'm saying. But I get her it. life, that the way that it was, yes, there's limitation in the sense of grown up where like, hey, if I'm telling you not to go to that party, whatever, because whatever, that's fine. It's I get it. Yeah, she's lived. But a, if she's, a, she's had telling to... you, she's lived a tough life. She was 16 when she was 12. You know what I'm saying? So she was like. Living on her own, taking care of her own, even though her mom was okay, with her. It's it's not about that though. What's the rush? What are you gonna do? You're gonna live oh, together. Oh, that's different. Yeah, yeah. They're you you're switching. They're they they wanna be together because you know they're kids, they're teenagers, and because you know if that's you what do I'm saying, so long smart distance, are you like that's what I'm saying. You're robbing yourself of your whole senior experience. Of course. To go live with a guy and being yourself. And, yeah. You know, like it, he's trying to look at it as as a parent. He loves her, and he's like, "Yo, like you, you've worked for this for you to have yeah. this this life for you to walk fucking down, down. the the aisle like mm-hmm. graduation. Like it's not just like oh, getting credits. I'm gonna finish. No, it's not just about finishing. It's about that like, you could do it and you did it. Yeah, like yeah. I, I I understand him. I I understand her too. She is wise beyond her years. But she's 16 years old. And just because you're wise beyond your years in certain aspects of your life, where we're talking about having to take care of yourself, like for food and for shelter, you know? Yes. But when we're talking about living with another man and possibly imploding a relationship because you guys are being teenagers, a being a full time stepmother. Because she's technically a, a step girlfriend right now, and that's nothing. She's yeah, gone to visit different. him it'd once. Be because it's she would if be he there. has if if he had Janelle and he has to go study, she will still be mad. Like, hey, I'm basically a, I'm basically a mom. You know, she'll like be that. a babysitter. She'll be like, what about me? Like, mm-hmm. I gotta do this. I gotta do that. Oh well, I don't know. I, I I agree with Randall. I also agree with her in the sense of like, hey, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, in me the sense too. that she can take care of herself no matter what. I think they just need to meet halfway, like we but said. I agree. Because in the sense like you know, they're doing it for love. They're doing it because yeah, they're scared of breaking up. Sixteen and eighteen years yes, old. Yes, but you're gonna tell me a sixteen and you're two year old, you know, put yourself back there and like You know what? I mean, I don't know. When I was younger, I was kind of like, bitch, I don't care if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Well, when, when I was but, 18, 17. I got one Mariano when I was 17. Okay. And basically, immediately, he was sleeping at my house. But it was like my parents' house in my room. You know? Like, it wasn't... We didn't move out 
I, I didn't move out. Yeah, it was like a sleep. He moved in basically yeah. after that, like a couple of months after that, and he was just always at my house. But it's different because like your parents would have been like, "All right, you know what to do. You're an adult. Like I'll trust you no matter what. Yeah. If, you, you, if anything happens, you know you have." But that's what I'm saying. We were in the house. In that house, we didn't move out from that house until like two years after that. When I was nineteen, almost twenty, so. It's like, but you still stayed, and you. Well, that's what I'm saying. She's a little girl still. Like it's like you're 16 years old. But you see what I'm saying? You say you moved out at 19. That essentially, if we're talking about like school wise, you already had graduated. Yeah, that's like that's what we're going at. Yeah, that's I'm agreeing with that. Yeah, I was already above the graduating age. I finished high school. You know, I was the in grass college. The is kind of like up to you. That's how my mom kind of always like, paints the picture. She's like, look, I got you up to here. <laughs> the rest is up to you. Exactly. Like you have a college fund. Yeah. But the rest is up to you. Like how you do it, when you do it, whatever. But I don't know. Because I think what's going to happen also, it's that Randall is going to talk to her and also paint the picture. Like, hey, you're young. I don't want you. Which maybe... That's why she's pregnant with Malik's baby in the future. Yeah, I hope it's Malik's baby. I hope that they stayed together yeah. and and whatever. She's in medical school, but and it was an oopsie. But she's like, whatever. We've been together for like twelve years. Yeah, <laughs> now now it's official. It, and because there's no, they haven't painted any other picture. And I think the way that they said like, oh, Mal- uh, Randall telling Malik all oh, break up with her was more like, for um, like her being her and being like, holy shit, yeah. Like, like it was stupid as fuck. Where my kid is growing up. Yeah, you know, like yeah. I feel he, like he it, is tripping out. And it's that, Randall. So that. Randall, Randall overreacts because realistically, Beth the whole time was saying, "Hey, listen to me. <laughs> hey, do you want to talk to Sal?" He's like, "Nah, bitch, I ain't yeah, gonna do shit." He's like, like, oh, there's nothing for me to talk about. There's nothing for me to say. I was like, yeah. "All right, Randall. All right." Yeah. So Beth <laughs> is definitely in a sense like, okay, I don't want her to leave, so I definitely don't want to say no because like with anything else, you tell a kid no, especially a fucking teenager in love. No, that's some Romeo and Juliet type of love right there. You know, that's some Romeo and Juliet. Like fucking Uncle Nicky and Edie. Oh, the greatest band so in the whole world. He's that so dinner funny. Yeah. He's so funny. Um, I feel like Edie They're like and whispering. they whispered like- the banter. <laughs> the fact that like it brings out another side of Uncle Nicky. The side that I think Jack always knew was like there. He was hoping to see as an adult because as an adult, he wasn't like that. He wasn't but as a kid, I mean, war. But he that's what I'm war. saying. As a kid, that's who Jack knew. Mm-hmm. You know, that funny, playful, like, and Jokes I think that's there. who Jack always hoped to get yeah. once they were adults, but war fucked him up. War and, fucked him up. Drugs fucked him yeah. up. Everything fucked him up. And that's the thing, Nick. And then, of course, like, Uncle Nicky would be stuck in that after Jack saying, like, you're dead to me, you know, not coming back, and, like, all this fucking shit. And, like, why would he come back if it's, like, if not his family was shit, but, like, you know, his childhood was shit. Mm -hmm. So, I like seeing the fact, like, we're seeing, in a way, chapters closing, because it is the final season. So, it's not abrupt. You know, no, at all. Like at first, I was like, I was like, I hope it's Sally. I hope it's Sally because they're feeding this whole Sally bullshit. You know, but I like the fact, like, but Sally it's so chapter. Yes, but I like the Sally chapter it closed. closed. I liked that and how it was Edie. so funny how it, it like immediately his. You see 
the attraction between he, yes. between him and Edie, and you're like, oh, okay, this is his wife. This is his wife. Like, this is who we see. This is who, we, <laughs> and it works out perfectly because it's they don't paint this like romantic picture of like, hey, I love you. I'm gonna write you a thousand letters each day. It's more like funny. Your asshole has a yes, like, like they you under, know, you like should they, they understand each other, and they're they. They pick on each other. It, it seems like it's so funny. Like, it's they genuine. have fun with each other. Yeah. It's genuine. It's, it's nice. not. It's, it's not as, like, rom-com. As like, it's when Kevin was like, new love. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's like, yeah, Uncle Nicky. Yeah, yeah. He's a handful. And I love the way that, like, when we see Uncle Nicky and Kevin together. You know, because the even, they bring out the best of each other. They're the best. They bring out the best of each other. Even though, like, they irritate each other. They're both the same people. I'm telling you, that's like the that's the guy that the is there to be what he couldn't get from Jack. Exactly. And and what Nikki couldn't get from Jack. Yeah. You know, yeah. what they both couldn't get from Jack. Because like like you like you keep saying each time in a sense like Rebecca, uh, Rebecca had Jack, Kate had Jack, Rebecca had Randall, Randall had Rebecca, and then Kate had Jack again, and, and Kate had and the had ones Kate, that are left out, and then the only one Nikki, that was left Nikki out, and <laughs> Nikki and Kevin. Because when Kevin will do something, it's kind of like tough shit, boy, like pucker, like yeah. sucker up, you know, toughen up. Randall's like, oh, okay, like, like, how can we help you? Okay, obviously being the only girl and all this stuff. Of course, she's the princess and all that stuff, you know? So the fact that well, Kevin... Well, don't get me wrong. Kevin was a little a little asshole the way he would do things. Always. always so but it was, it was, to be they fair, would get upset. Kevin and Kate are assholes. Kevin and Kate are assholes. Acting out, Kevin and Kate are assholes. Yeah, he was acting out. And exactly, they're, bo- they're both assholes. They're, both they're twins. Assholes. They're both assholes. And like, Randall's an asshole, but a different way. Because Randall, I feel like it's an asshole if you hurt him. Like, perfect example would be Deja Malik. Bro, you know? he was so mad. He, he was, was so, mad, so mad, but he was so mad over the fact that like Malik does everything the right way, though. Yeah, because Malik is like, dude, you know, you're absolutely right. I am so sorry, and I'm here to tell you this, this, this and that. <laughs> when Beth, when Beth ate, ate the food, and said, it's so good. This is the best butter sauce I've ever tasted. I was like, I love her. I love her because she's literally like dying in the inside, but she's like, fuck. Randall's mad like, enough. Respectfully, and this is the best. <laughs> I'm mad at you, but I'm not the mad at the way it that you It was fucking hilarious. It killed me. Beth, Beth has become the best character ever. Her deliverance. She's awesome. For, her sh- for yeah. the show. I hope it ends with her. I hope it ends. Like, however it ends, happy, sad, or like, you know, oh, whatever. Like, her being like the last one to say bye. Yes. Or She's like, she, this is how it ends. Like, literally, breaks the fourth wall or some shit. Like, it's just bad. Because they're Bye, the y'all. Best, you know? <laughs> um, so, real quick, to bounce back to Rebecca and Miguel, I think we're going to see her dating the PTA guy. Because in a preview, yeah. uh, they're making out, they're kind of dating, they're going on these dates. So, I think that's where Ke- um, Kevin and Kate... Uh, no, no, no. I like, Sorry, sorry, sorry. My head ass. In a preview, I don't know if you noticed... Um, she's making out with the guy, the PTA, not Miguel, but the PTA dad, and Kevin walks in on them. Oh shit! Kevin walks in on them. Sophie, like she's home, and she's like, "Oh shit! I'm guys, I didn't know you were coming. Surprise! You know, surprise!" Um, so I guess we'll see how it is. Rebecca actually dating, but then 
you know, what I think right now is like, why would they hit Miguel if then if he was the guinea pig? You know, the PTA dad was. He was their best friend's, their dad's best friend. Yeah. Still. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I guess. So the, in a preview, we do see the fact that it, going back, the speed dating did help Rebecca get herself out there. I guess we're going to see how she gets back to Miguel. Yeah. Because worst case, let me tell you. We're going to see the beginning of her. I have and a friend. Him. I have a friend who um, when her mom started dating, she didn't want her mom to date. So she would make she would make like the guys light as hell. Are you like tantrums and all that? Yes. I can't. I yes. I cannot. I can't believe that. No, I think when my mom started dating, ask her like, yo, what you gotta offer? A bunny, a dog, ice cream. When my dad started dating, I was just like, okay. Can I go to the movies? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what do you got off? Like, like when my stepdad came in, I was like, I'm trying to go to this party. He's like, I will talk to your mom. I'm like, that's all I need. That's all Thank I you. need from you. Thank you. God Thank bless you. your soul. You're happy. <laughs> and then my happy ass be at the party. And I'm like, go be with my mother. Take her out a nice day. It's okay. Go take, take her out. Take her out for the evening. Um, so I, I feel like, you know, like teenagers fucking being upset. Now, Again, I need to know why Miguel's kids hate him. I need to know why Kate has the underlining resentment for Rebecca. Like my theories and my questions. Um, also, have you realized how they have not expanded on Kate being pregnant when she was young? Yeah, I don't know why. I guess it's just, they're just I think it's something they're just going to like leave. Um, because That's it? If anything time she would have brought it up it would have been when she got pregnant oh my god i was so scared because i had I an guess, abortion i mean maybe it was COVID. i had a miscarriage it, it was going before. somewhere and i, I think COVID, it just didn't go anywhere yeah I um beth and randall so also in the preview we see that beth gives it another try at the studio yes so, so i think excited. this is where it works out yeah because we see her in the future with her own studio. we see her in the future and she, in a preview she says like oh i can't fail so for a fact she doesn't fail because also when you see in a preview it's the same studio where in the future flash yes you see Randall uh-huh. from the top tower so we know yep that this so is that's it. definitely that's definitely in the place so i'm really glad i want to see how she gets there i, I want to see how she wait. does it because awesome. this time randall is supportive Randall's like, I got your back. Yeah. The preview shows like, Randall, I got your back. Well, because he fucked up the first, yeah, the first time. time he was being selfish. Yeah. This time's where Randall's very selfish. Um, and I also want to see, because they don't show in a preview about Deja and Malik. So I want to see if they do meet in the middle or they kind of leave us hanging to They'll go see the yeah. Because we don't see This Is Us again until like a month mm-hmm. in a way. Because we're in February, so like in about... In like three weeks, right? Yeah, in three weeks. Like the 22nd. So literally right about towards the end of February. We see again This Is Us. And then lastly, Kevin and Madison. Um, So in a preview, it shows Kevin like, explaining to Madison like, hey, I bought a couple tickets or I have an itinerary for you, which, which times fits you best to go to Pennsylvania. And Madison says no. So I think that's where we see the first hiccup in like co-parenting. Yeah. Because I think also Madison has realized I'm becoming my own person. Yeah. I, she, She's I not think, relying think, on the Pearsons to be her family. Yeah. And I also think that... Uh... She really, really wants to date this guy. She really wants to be with him. And I don't know how I feel about it, but I'm like, I mean, whatever. That's you. They, 
There's no reason to show that guy. They literally just, yeah, no, he's important. Mm-hmm. He's important, especially that Kevin calls him. Oh, yeah, in episode he, four, when, when, after Cassidy calls him out on stuff, Kevin, like, in a way, accepts him. Because he explains to him, like, if she says she's not hungry, just get her anything mm-hmm. anyways. No matter what, just get her something. Which also shows, in a way, like, Kevin... He knows her eating disorder. Yeah. Ke- it's not that Kevin didn't love her. No. It's just Kevin wasn't in, in love, love with her. her. Yeah, she said it. I know you love me. She's like, but I love you. Like, I, I love... I'm in love with she's you. She's like, you love our family. She's like, I love you. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I love you. He doesn't love her like that. He doesn't not love in love. Not He's in not love. like, oh my God, this is the love this of my life. This is the love of my life. The way that he would look at Sophie, not just yes. Sophie and my kids, but he walks in a room... It's just so funny. But know? Toby, be a triangle. Oh, yeah. Your family can be a, a triangle, triangle. not a square. So hopefully so, yeah. we see Kevin try to heal now and functionally co-parent with Madison because I like her. And oh, well, we see that they get I along. I mean, it definitely seems we see that, that they, they get, get along in the future. We so just, obviously their co-parenting works. But yeah, it's going to be a little rocky for yeah. a little while, I think. I think Cassidy is 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 what it's gonna keep Kevin grounded since she is a divorced parent herself. Yeah, and she struggles probably herself with co-parenting. Yeah, so he he um she'll definitely losing my train of thought there, right? She'll definitely like guide him towards that. So I really can't wait to what next week's episode. Oh, well, um, actually, yeah, like you said, the the break three weeks from now. Three so weeks. we'll have a little break. And, we'll have uh, a little break, but we'll, we'll talk about other shows now. Oh, of course, yeah. The new shows are coming up that we're going to start discussing. So definitely tune in for that. Yeah, follow our TikTok, LAI Talks, and it's been a great episode. Thanks for being here. Ciao, Bye.